Just went to the toilets with a pint glass, pissed in it, and poured it over my poor fresher mate's head for oh. no reason. Is the rumour about you having one testicle genuine? Is it true? Is it not that. true? Whip them out, maybe, as part of the <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> we'll just sidle off to the toilets together just to inspect <laughs> his balls. Come here, Adolf. Come on. It's about yeah, time we knew, for sure. Come Shorts on. down. Was it in the Albert Hall after all? <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode one of Two Pals on a Pod with me, Ed Chapman, and my co-host, Toby. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I've been looking forward to this. Lots of anticipation around it now. I know. We're here. Finally, the, the show's been launched. I mean, we did a little pilot, didn't we, on, on the channel about 10 days, two weeks ago, something like that. Yeah, lots of demand out there. I say lots of demand. I mean, let's not blow smoke up our own asses. Well, you love to do that. Well, <laughs> there's the ego. A few, a few comments stood out. Um, where did you find this southerner? The answer is no. The answer is Leeds, is it not? Because exactly. I'm a northerner, not a southerner. Yeah. I think how it's how probably, do you feel about that? I think it ranks top of the worst things you can say to a northerner list. Um, <laughs> it's just a uni thing, isn't it? Spending a lot of time around people that don't have your accent. Ironically, though, you are actually at a uni that's more north than Leeds. <laughs> so you've actually gone <laughs> further north, but actually somehow your accent's become more southern. Interesting. It? I do remember going home after first term I had here home for Christmas and my mum was saying something to me and I replied saying yeah and yeah. she said if you ever yeah yeah if you ever say that again you're out she said understandably so I think that should be a general rule for parenting really it should be that and never wear red chinos uh, yeah two rules are you pro or against hitting kids as a parent <laughs> we'll start with the big questions I am against it you're against um, a little clip around there, it's a little smack. Get in line, bang. I think it. you could. It's okay to boot them, but don't slap them. <laughs> um, boot them. <laughs> no, there's ways to go about it, isn't there? There's ways to go about it. Headlock. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the disappointed but not surprised way of doing it. I mean, verbally abuse them. The most effective ones absolutely gaslight the hell out of them, but don't touch them is my way of going about it. Exactly. Mental manipulation. That's what you're all about. Not physical, yeah. Not physical. I feel like physics is a bit too brash, isn't it? Mental. It's like a game of chess that you're playing with your kids. Physical, no need. Red card, off. <laughs> That's actually quite a good technique. Use, use the old red card system. Two yellows, get out. You could. I mean, I don't. how do you differentiate between a yellow and a red, though? I mean, it's very much at your discretion, isn't it? I good mean, point. What, red card for what? What are you disciplining your kids for? Stealing. Thieving. Dealing. Assault. Petty theft. Yellow. A little Kit Kat. Joyriding a car. Red. <laughs> that's definitely a red red and a 10 match ban i think we should uh we should we've got a little bit sidetracked here but we should uh i think touch on exactly how we got to know each other i think some people are a little bit sort of who's this who's this ginger guy who's suddenly on the channel no it's not me they should be it's... familiar with you yeah i was gonna well, say struggle one. <laughs> um but yeah we, we should really go into that how we've known each other where where you know where we got to know each other that kind of thing because we we met, we met uh, you know, in high school, didn't we? Was it year seven or yeah. eight? Year seven? Uh, we seven, yeah. I think we're in, a, we're in a, a couple of the same classes. My earliest memory, I think, of, of you. French, we were there. I, know it's, I was lucky to be in top set for French. Never vibe with the language whatsoever. Oui, oui. The language of love is sarcasm for me. Um, <laughs> it gets, gets them all going. But I remember having, having to do paired work. We had to pick our own pairs. And obviously that it's a bit like dating in a way, isn't it? Will they want Very me? Will they not like want dating. me? Who should I go for? Can I get them drunk? <laughs> Reluctantly sidled up to you across the classroom. Am I on you for a while? Oh. Looks a bit dodgy, but you know, I'll ignore <laughs> the red flags. I'll ignore the red flags and make the first move. 
Um, and I went over to you and you'd already found a partner and you basically, there we go. You basically told me where to go, which, um, <laughs> I say, I don't remember this at ideal. all. I don't know. I think, how did I say it? Did I tell you, oh, get lost or what? Or did I just politely? No, decline? I think you, you gestured to your preferred partner. Um, I think you're still in, in, in decent contact with. You're not exactly recording a podcast with them, but that's but, fine. I win. I win. Um, but wasn't I sat next I to him, though? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. So it was, it was more of an arranged more of an arranged relationship. It was an arranged thing, yeah, exactly. Not exactly, not exactly organic. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I just kind of shuffled away. Tail between my legs. I had to settle for my second choice, I think. Um, right, really. I, I patted you off. Yeah, yeah. I had so many people going, hey, oh, I want to pair up with you. Oh, no, get away. Always had a, a magnetic personality, obviously, from, from, from year seven. Whereas from what I remember of myself in, in year seven, I was a complete opposite, a bit shy. Wooden. You can imagine that. Wood. <laughs> Definitely shy, a bit prickly, maybe. Yeah, a bit prickly. Very. Um, controversial. In some senses, but definitely shy. But yeah, that's my, that's my memory. Is my my first encounter. Been mates for like 10, 11 years now, I think, isn't it? Something like that. It's crazy, crazy, crazy to think about when you put it like that. And so, what time. better to do than make a podcast together? You know, makes sense, doesn't it? Let's not try and you know, let's not get on a YouTuber, a boring old YouTuber who I've not known for very long. Let's not try and force something that isn't there. Let's merge something that's already there with YouTube yeah. and the podcast format. I mean, instead of having say two big names we've got one nobody that's me and another one <laughs> churning out average average content for a living exactly. maybe you know five out of ten why not five five out of ten six so, you know 40k subs is a non-trivial uh, number 36 um, but yeah i mean it's just all about you know it's being organic and you know i mean we do this anyway chat so exactly why not monetize it <laughs> yeah let's get some sponsors and get some merch going and why not exactly um, Exactly. It's all in, all in, all in the day job, isn't it? All in the day. Get job. Raid Shadow Legends in. Um, one thing that I was thinking uh, this week, and I thought let's bring it up on the podcast. Um, the perfect murder. How do you go about murdering someone? Because I've been thinking about this. Not that I'm planning anything anytime soon. Have you got anybody in mind? Not, not Your at the moment. on your nerves again. <laughs> not at the moment. But I was just thinking, how do you have the time to plan a murder? Because you've got to. You've got to pop over to B&Q, haven't you? Get yourself, yeah. you know, a pair of leather gloves, um, some matting, I don't know, chainsaw, whatever, yeah. an axe, I don't know. And you've got to, like, you've got to properly plan it out, haven't you, murder? Like, how do you, so, who, who has enough time to plan out a murder? I think we've inadvertently stumbled upon a Halloween theme here, haven't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Is the perfect murder unplanned and spontaneous, though? Because I don't watch enough true crime documentaries. Um as I should. Um, is the perfect murder one where you're just like, this person's getting on my nerves, I'm just going to do them in here and now. Love them to death. Could you get away with that? Is that possible? I mean, you? do you just take them to a forest, though? That's that's the thing. I'm thinking, do you, cliche. Do you kidnap cliche. them? Cliche. Is it too cliche? I mean, is that what you're saying? I think the forest is a trope that, you know, has been wheeled out time and time and time again. I was talking to my friend, who's a law student, actually, and she'd actually thought about this. And I can't remember, there's just some, I think she was uh, in favour of poison. Wow, poison, that's an interesting, is she Russian? She is, <laughs> she's not, no, um, although I imagine, judging from her, she's a big fan of Salisbury Cathedral, oh, um, I think she expressed preference for um, <laughs> for cyanide. Um, <laughs> Does she? 
but that's on her. I have to touch base with her about, about that. I think the perfect murder is any murder committed by Ted Bundy because he's a very attractive man, isn't he? Well, I get very, saying that? Yeah, very seductive. I mean, you just have, so let's wait and see. Let's um, edit that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I go was it your time? Poison. Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry, well, he's played by Zac Efron as well, which obviously well, doesn't help things. I've got a complex relationship with him after High School Musical was my, <laughs> my homosexual awakening. So the dynamics there are also off. But I think Poison as well, low maintenance, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, no blood, because I'm not a big fan of blood. Good so point. perfect murder for me. Last thing you want to be doing is murdering someone and then fainting afterwards at the scene. Imagine trying to cover that one up. Oh. Um, it's poison, low maintenance, get them done. I mean, you could also do it. You could be sweet about it, you know, maybe a little three-course meal, lace them with cyanide, bam. Now off. we're thinking. I mean, I've, I've heard um, before, apparently the perfect murder is supposed to be getting, uh, I think it's like an ice bow and arrow or something like that. <laughs> Made out Robin of Hood. Exactly. And then you shoot them with this arrow, but obviously the arrow's in ice, and so it melts, and so there's no weapon. That's the thinking there. So it's made of ice, and it, it pierces their skin. You've hit your target. Bam. Yeah. And then it melts. It just melts. It just evaporates, doesn't it, the ice? And that's how I'm not sure that would work. That, murder, that, apparently. Could you pierce somebody's skin? I mean, that, that you'd have to sharpen the ice and everything. You'd have yeah, to. Yeah, you, I mean, it, yeah. you would have to get an expert in on this, though, to carve this ice bone arrow. Good point. Bring in the expert. I'm, I'm trying to do a murder. Who has the time for an ice bone arrow? That's my question. It does, it does sound like a lot of effort. Just pop to B&Q, chainsaw, axe in one hand or something like that. You know, I mean... A little dagger. little dagger, no? A little dagger? I think an axe is too brash, too heavy. I don't have the arms for that. Oh, good go. point. Good point. A class, yeah, we'll, go, we'll go chainsaw then. We've no, got quite no brutal, haven't we? I mean, this wasn't intentionally the Halloween episode. I think it's we have to I Halloween mean, by the time it goes out. It's more, more bonfire night, I think. It's that time of year. Yeah, to be fair, the perfect murder. Gunpowder under their house. Good. Like that's, that. now, now we're Bam. thinking. It was failed, wasn't it? Failed attempt. It was a failed attempt, um, yeah. So not the perfect assassination attempt. Why do we say. why do we chat about um what's his name Guy Fawkes? Why is he get, you know lauded all the time because he failed, didn't he? Why why do we still bang on about him? Loser. Specialist in failure, isn't he? That society worships. Do we do we celebrate the fact he failed though? Do we, we celebrate the failure or do we celebrate him? I'm not really too sure. Not look too deeply into it to be honest. I think we're just showing him how to do it. We're like you know what this is how you set off fireworks, mate. Bam. Rubbing it into his face. Exactly, because he got caught, didn't he? I imagine he got caught anyway. I've never actually learned about, about that. How do we then start going, oh, do you know what? Every single year we're going to start lighting fireworks for a bit of fun. Yeah, I mean, this could be complete BS, but I was in this conversation the other day, and apparently the point of a bonfire is you put an effigy of him on it and burn it. Oh, but then yeah. people now, people now have taken this to a whole new level where they're airing their personal vendettas against politicians or whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, Boris Johnson on, on, on fires or whatever. There's a town down south, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody that they do a parade of these effigies and burn them all at once and boris has appeared there in effigy form and been burnt at a stake i mean it's a good opportunity to make everything political nowadays isn't it i mean that's that's really what people love to do even even bonfire night which i suppose you know originally it was political wasn't it let's blow up the house of parliament but i just think you know let's let's forget about all let's leave it in the past let's just light some fireworks and scare some dogs you can commercialise Christmas, you can commercialise Valentine's Day, but when they come for bonfire night, that's where I'm drawing the line, I'm telling you. Exactly. And it's a day before my birthday as well. Good so. point. Oh, you're just wanting some happy birthday messages underneath. That's I why you said that. 
Get them in the get them in the comments. None of less of this southerner southerner rubbish. And more of these like, happy birthday, Toby, on the on the sixth sixth of November. Remember, remember. Oh, slip that in there. Um, another thought I was having this week, actually, I've been having lots of thoughts. This is sort of what I do in the shower. Really, is constant constant thoughts. I've, I have my best ideas in the shower. Same, same. Um, for example, like uh, how I wanted to call this uh, this the Cheeky Boys podcast. That was a cracking idea. Yeah. But you know, it didn't mm-hmm. come to fruition. Um, that was that was from the shower. Uh, but I was also thinking, how did the Titanic happen? You know, the Titanic mm. crashed into an iceberg, right? Yeah. Massive boat. How mm. do you crash into an iceberg? Just look <laughs> out the window. Oh, it's there. Turn left. This is where I come clean, but also maybe it's not relevant at all. I've never seen the movie. But I don't what? know how accurate that is anyway. The only thing I know about it, I've seen the meme where it's basically like. She could have definitely got him on the floating bit and saved his life. Definitely could have. Lazy. If anything, selfish from her. Exactly. Is, it Kate, is it Kate Winslet? Is it Kate Winslet? Yeah, yeah. Kate, she's she, been she lazy. She gives the air of a selfish person. Not going to lie to you. She's been, uh, again, you know, selfish. Only thinking about herself. Although, as a feminist, I am all for Jack being the one to die. If I had to pick one out of the two of them, Kate can survive, please. As a misandrist, I am glad he died. I am because actually. I love, I love women so much. I hate men. I applauded. Stop. I applauded um, at that point in the and, film, actually. <laughs> and does he or does he not have a creepy relationship with women? He's the actor, isn't he? Who, when they has a girlfriend and when they hit twenty-five, he gets rid and gets a twenty-year-old in. Yeah, he substitutes them out. Oh, it's um, your birthday! Come on, yeah, yeah. Time for a change. Time for a change. Which, as I'm getting to that age myself, as I creep further and further into my twenties. I'm not down for Leonardo DiCaprio's ageism whatsoever. I know we've digressed from the point. Um, go around it. Must have been at night time, though. Must have been at night time. That's well, yeah, my I thinking. Mean, the thing um, is, because was I mean, what are they doing messing around with icebergs anyway? If you if you're in a boat somewhere, why are they knocking around the Antarctic? Maybe it's a good thing global warming because if if we had global <laughs> warming earlier, the iceberg wouldn't have been there. They would have survived. That's all I'm saying. It's true. I just wonder. Where were the people then gluing themselves to roads in, in protest? Good you know? point. At the end of the day, I'm thinking, if you're paid, you're obviously, this is the biggest cruise line at the time, by the way, and you're a man or a woman, probably a man oh. at this point in time, though, probably, that's paid to drive, sail this ship, Whatever you should pilot. be able to spot an iceberg and go around it. Well, this is why you I'm thinking, be. was he sat on the toilet? Like, what was he up to? How did he miss that? Because, I mean, you're there, you're driving your little boat or whatever, hands on the steering wheel, he's got his foot on the gas and brake or whatever, wing mirrors, you know, you can see everything that's going on. Do they have those on boats, though? I mean, you've got to see what's behind you, haven't you? So probably. Maybe maybe that was his issue. Maybe the iceberg was behind him and it floated up. sat and have on. All right. Does it not? Radar. Can he not Get the see? Radar on. Can he not see as an iceberg in front of you? Just sharp left like that, bang, turn round it, and then back through I mean, the way again. Raise People. a good point. Why is he in, why were they around an iceberg? Exactly. That, this oh, is what yeah. I'm thinking. Where, where are they sailing but, to the Arctic? What, what's Leonardo DiCaprio doing on that boat? He's going to be useless out there. Absolutely exactly. useless. Exactly. I mean, he's always in trouble, isn't he? I mean, Inception, The Revenant, terrible. Yeah, wrestling bears or whatever. The point I was mainly making about the whole Titanic thing is, mm. you know, for a start, I was very much in favour of the whole, um, you know, women and children first on, in the boats, you know, as a feminist, get the women in the boats first. As okay? a feminist that loves kids, do you mean? I like everyone equally. That's all I'm going to say. But what Not I everybody thought... Everybody off was, at once, then. 
Well, that's a good point. But why didn't they have enough boats to let everyone off? This is the thing. If you're going to have little emergency boats or whatever, have enough for people to get in. Don't then start leaving people on board. The captain's there going down with his ship, holding his nose. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, the captain has to be... On. This is the, the funny thing. The captain has to be the last off. And obviously, there's a few years ago now, that cruise liner, I think the captain was pissed, actually, in Italy, do you remember? And he crashed into a rock. And the cheeky fucker was the first off. He was the first. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Sod this. Yeah. Sod this. Probably st- so first off, first to stumble off if he was pissed. I'm telling you. <laughs> it was like, sod this. I just crashed into a rock. I'm out of here. Probably stumbled yeah, he, he off. He was the first off. He left everyone else to drown. Don't know if anyone died or not, but. Would that be you, though, if you were if you were captain? Yeah, I mean, do you put yourself first? This is going back to Anne Frank. Do you put yourself first or other people? Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just think if you are the captain, you take on a big responsibility there. The whole going down your ship thing, I'm not a big fan of that. If I can get off, I'm getting off. I'm not just going down with it for the um, sake of it. I'm know, the first no doing that. See you later. Um, accidents happen, not my fault. I was curious because I, uh, I got a comment uh, a couple of weeks back now, on back when I did the other podcast, and I couldn't really answer it well enough at the time. It said, um, what would my dream dinner guests be? Oh, right, so they, they were saying, like, oh, who would you have? If you're having a, if you're having a dinner party, who would you have? And I, my instant yeah. thought was, well, first of all, I won't want to host a dinner party. So already I'm in this mindset of I've got a dinner party. It's been forced on me. Suddenly I'm centre of attention, which wouldn't why? be my thing on a dinner party. Why are you not wanting to host? It's your own place. You know, you end up letting some nutters in. They nick the cutlery or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Crockery. They, Smash the crockery. You go snooping around. Whenever, and come down with me. They're snooping That's around it. your pants drawer. And I'm like, get out, was, Shirley. Get I was out. thinking. I was thinking this. I was thinking this when you said the you know, dinner party scenario. I thought, oh, come down with me. I thought, I'm not agreeing to having a, three strangers, three snooty. They're always snooty yeah. strangers rummaging around my sock drawer. Oh, there's got though. Oh, look what he used to look like <laughs> 10 years ago or whatever. Two out of 10. I've just vacuumed my floor and you're there, you know, sh- shoes off policy. This dinner party, by the way. I don't care who's coming. It's, it's an interesting agree. question you pose as well because there's lots to think about, I think, with the dinner You've party. You've got to think about the atmosphere, haven't you? You've got to think about the atmosphere. You've got to think about the, the dynamics. Who's going to get along with who? Who's going to be? Who's, got, who's going to get a good chat or whatever? You've got to think, because I think the best thing about dinner party is that I have to be able to end it whenever I want. So I don't want a Paul Gascoigne there yeah. because he's going to stay for too long. 3 a.m., dominate, still drinking. Dominate the conversation. Still drinking, stumbles out at 3 a.m. He's waking your neighbours up. You're going to get a passive-aggressive letter through in the morning after. Noise complaint the next day, yeah. As much as I think he'd be good value for money, Gaza, he's not coming. I mean, are we allowing dead dead people as well here? I'm yeah, saying dead, alive, fictional, even as well, because I was I was thinking about this, and I was yeah. thinking because obviously I you know I don't really want to host, so I'm thinking right, everyone, the people I'm inviting are to take the attention away from me. I want the attention to be on the guests. Okay, I don't want people oh, to start asking can't relate questions. To that. You want it all on you, don't you? You'll have some. You'll have some bland people. Bunch- bunch of mute people around me that's <laughs> bored to death for an hour but i was thinking like if you want to distract the attention away from you how do you do it i'd invite adolf hitler because <laughs> i think instantly you're on the back foot because he's yeah. at one end of the table you're looking around you know making sure hang on are you he's not are you sitting next to adolf or are you opposite i'd probably adolf go face to face i'd keep him as far away as possible i'd put him at yeah. the other end of the table so i'd have like four of the guests uh, this is a table of six. There's five guests, so you've got to pick five people. I'm going Adolf as the first one, just yeah. because you want to distract, you want to keep the attention away, keep the focus on him. That's what I'm thinking. I don't want to be a dinner party. 
Wouldn't he be full of stupid questions, though? I mean, I mean, if possible. No offense to him, but he's been dead for. A while. You get your phone out. Well, he's like, Adolf. It's time to go. Order an Uber. You'd be like, what is this? That's the German accent again. The German accent's back. It's getting worse. If anything, <laughs> it's getting worse. This German accent. The new study but, German. There's a man. <laughs> I only got a B though. I only got a B. Oh. Um, there's a man that's not. He's not with the times. You and him with the facial hair. You might have something to <laughs> chat about. Who's is better though? I think I've got a bit more going on. He does. His is a bit more original though. I, I like originality. The thing is though, the only reason it's original is because people associate that particular style with Adolf Hitler, no. and that's why they're Charlie a Chaplin, not me. having it. They're not having the mustache, and b they're definitely not inviting him to a dinner party. Big Nazi. <laughs> you, you're telling me you wouldn't invite him. I don't. I don't want him. I don't want him round. I don't want him round. I think. People would be asking him far too many questions. Where's my attention? Where's my attention? People will be asking the most insane questions. Why do you want to eradicate a whole race, Adolf? Well, I'm tucking into my bloody cheesecake. You're having cheesecake? Well, for starter. No, 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 no. I think I'm leaving the main questions until I've built up enough rapport with Adolf. So over our soup, for starter, I guess. Prawn cocktail. Tempura prawns, whatever you're serving. I'm not asking him, "Why why do you hate Jews? I'm going in with the, how's the wife? How's the kids? You got any kids? Going soft. Is the rumour about you having one testicle genuine? Is it true? Is it not true? Whip them out, maybe, as part of the entertainment. (laughs) We'll just sidle off to the toilets together just to inspect (laughs) his balls. Come here, Adolf. Come on. on. It's about time we knew, for sure. Shorts down. Was it in the Albert Hall after all? Right, so you've got him. So the rationale there is attention away from you. Yeah. It's all on the fascist dictator. Exactly. And to go Um, along with that, I then sit him next to Michael Jackson, okay? (laughs) So I've got MJ and Adolf. I've got them at arm's distance. But this is the thing. Those aren't my only guests. I've also got Sherlock Holmes sat across (laughs) from him because we're going to get to the bottom of this at the dinner table. Is he a pedo or is he not? So you see what I'm thinking? I, I admire the logic that I think we are getting to the bottom of this for once and for all. I mean, exactly. What, Adolf is, you know, Adolf's very excluded from that conversation, though, I think, because he's very loud and proud about the fact that he's indeed a fascist. There's not much to investigate there. <laughs> so you've got Sherlock on one side of the table and Michael Jackson on the other. And Sherlock's probably going in by this point, isn't he? You know, we both are. Yeah, we're both are you, you're questions. tag teaming. You're we're tag, tag teaming. teaming. Yeah. yeah. So, if, so say Michael Jackson's sat in front of you. What are you saying to him? I'd very much be Sherlock Holmes's sort of Doctor Watson. That's I'd play that role around the, around the table. I'd be his little sidekick. If Sherlock says, "Can I bring a plus one?" You're saying no, no. Watson, Watson out. Watson out. I'm taking you're the tag job. Teaming Michael Jackson. Well, where do you stand about artists separating the art from the artist type thing? Would you still listen to MJ now? That's a big question. I'd listen to him, yeah, I'd listen to him, but I'd take it, you know, I'd be in the back of the head going, guy's probably a pedo, isn't he? Probably a pedo. But I don't think that should stop me from listening to the great tunes, you know? Thriller. It's that time exactly. of year for Thriller, isn't it? A little dance. Love all that. It'll never, feel wrong. It'll never feel wrong doing that, would it? Even if it all does come out of that. No, end. exactly. Interesting. I've got, I've got lots to go off because he got famous very young. He had to grow up with it, child star. I think that's why he... Became a pedo. I'm now saying he's a pedo. Really? And that's, that's what you've concluded. You're like, you're like, you're like Sherlock Holmes. Lacked, <laughs> give me the deer stalker. <laughs> he lacked a childhood, and that's why he was obsessed with kids. I'm not saying he did anything nefarious with them. Definitely slept with them, though, which is weird. Should be illegal if it's not. And we've rested that case. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Sherlock doesn't need to come now. Go. There we go. <laughs> I've uninvited him. Yeah, no, they made him. that. 
that documentary series about him on Netflix or whatever. It was about four or five episodes long. Five minutes there. Five minutes. Job two. done. We've concluded. Pedo. Exactly. Pedo. Next. McCann's did it. Oh, <laughs> we'll save that for another episode. Um, who are you inviting then? Because obviously I've got yeah, three guests at the moment. Um, I'm curious Big to question. hear who you're going to bring in. Anybody that knows me knows who my favourite celebrity is, Taylor Swift. Get her there. There'd be a lot of hatred in the room with Adolf. Mm. We need to bring Taylor. Also, get this, blonde hair, blue eyes she's got. He'd be so, all over her. Adolf loves her. He'd be all over her, and it would, it, it, you know, if he sidles into some kind of like Nazi ram, one look at her, distracted. Exactly. So we're already thinking about the synergies here, the chemistry going on in the room. You have to at dinner party. You have to. God knows what I cook for them. I think we've got to balance out the Hitler with a Stalin. Do you think? And obviously, well, they've got a bit of beef as well. We need a bit of spice at this party because if you've got people at this party and they all have no idea who they are, they're mingling. That's nice. But we want a bit of a bit of spice across the table. I'm thinking Stalin at one end, Hitler at the other. Lots of differences, lots of things in common. You might get a really scrap as well. Who's your money on though? I think my money's on Stalin. Yeah, Stalin probably. He killed more, didn't he? I think. He doubt he definitely did. He mm. liked to starve them, didn't he? Like, well, we won't be starving at this dinner party. We'll be suing the three courses. <laughs> just to be very clear. Two, I quite like somebody relatively normal there. Rod Stewart, Princess Diana, Princess Diana. Diana. I think me and her have similar similar personalities. Would you ask her how it happened? How how the old uh, the old death happened? Would you delve into that, or was it not a, a dinner party? Would you keep it light? Well, in between all the the fascism chat, the communism chat, and the are you a nonce questions, I think me and Dana would keep it light. Would she know how she died? I mean, potentially. Mm, maybe she might have, have some theories into it. She'd have some theories. I'm trying. I'm going to try and keep it light with her, but obviously she she did a lot for people with AIDS in the 90s yeah she hugged a a man with full-blown aids she did she did lots to do with the education around it as Mm -hmm. well but i think if i if i was to invite a royal i'd go for her or or harry as well i mean oh you like harry do has a well i mean he'd probably come dressed as uh, as adolf wouldn't he that's a good point he does like that he's a he's a laugh i do hope that um fatherhood isn't boring him a bit you know made him a bit boring because one um, one time he was into uh was it, is it strip roulette or strip poker or something what was it something like that is a that'd be a potential entertainment um, it was. he's never played a game that involves stripping i feel like that's mm. that's kind of letting me down a bit i think you know my wild lifestyle or whatever and i'm a bit, a bit prude about i've not done one that like involves that. stripping like that i did do one at uni where it was take your top off that was one of them. It was a. Uh, well, that was just the game. No, <laughs> <your rig out. laughs> everyone just set yourself off. No, um, we we were playing. Was it Ring of Fire? That drinking game where you put like. Hate that game. Them. It's a card game, isn't it? And it was, I think, three guys, three girls, I think, something yeah. like that. And uh, one of the girls must have got one of the cards where you basically choose everyone else to do something or choose specific people to do something. I don't know the rules, and she said. Um, that the guys should take their tops off, basically. That that was what she did as a rule for a round it's or whatever. Actually frustrated. I know, I know. Um, and so I just remember, <laughs> I just remember one guy just whipped it off straight away. He was like, yeah, get it off straight off. <laughs> he was loving it. He was just owning it. He was just owning his, you know, half Good body. body. Good body. No comment. No comment is all I'll say. Um, Keep the top on. Keep the top on. <laughs> I made the rule: keep your top on. Keep that's why I did the next round. Uh, if you've got moves, was... if you've got moves, don't bother. <laughs> he didn't just to confirm. He did not. 
Did him. Did not. Did just in case he watches this. Did um, not have boobs. <laughs> and I remember, was, I remember the other guy reluctantly taking his top off, and then me being like the last one. But oh, I, I, I remember. <laughs> maybe I don't know if I should. No, I don't know if I should say this or not. But let's just say there may or may not have been some tensing going on. Let's just say that. Okay. <laughs> Some people well, from you, from not you. from me, not from me, from but him. some people were trying to, you know, subtly tense, and it wasn't that subtle. So they may have been sat like <clears throat> tensing a bit. If you've got something to tense, be my guest and just let you know. I'll sit there, I'll admire that. <laughs> it takes a, lot of, takes a lot of confidence to get your rig out, doesn't it? Especially at uni, like what your rig. You, your rig, yeah, your body, that's what we call it. That's, that's, that's what we got up here. I'm going to start, yeah, I'm going to start using that more often, your rig. I, I like think that. More people should adopt the terms that I use, I think. Mm. And, you know, my southern accent going on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, none of that. I'm not doing that. If somebody asks me, I'm not doing that. Um, You've not, not played any, any sort of stripping-based game or top-off-based game? Not once, no. In fact, I was around at my mates the other day, and there's this drinking game where you divide a piece of A4 paper up into different categories, and it's quite as simple as you toss a coin in the air, and it lands on the paper, and whichever category it lands in, you have to do the little task or whatever that's in that little category, right? And some categories are big, and then some of the dodgy ones are a bit smaller. Um, but I wasn't particularly familiar with this game. So we're just in my mate's kitchen, and they must have had a priest there and then played this game and then, and then gone out. Well, I just remember I was making a, a little hot chocolate for myself. Oh, Ooh. Classy and all that. And I look over, I'm drinking, I look over at this piece of paper, and just the word that's jumping out of me on the <laughs> on the corner of the sheet is deep throat a carrot. Oh. And I spat, I spat, <laughs> drinking a little chocolate like this, and I went, oh. and it was expensive hot chocolate, up? and it went everywhere. I mean, if I'm going around there and I'm having carrot soup or something, <laughs> where have those carrots been? Where have those point. carrots been? It's a waste How of a good carrot. It's the carrot. What, why a carrot? You know, why, why are we not bringing the cucumber into the equation? You know, don't leave <laughs> that out. See, if you bring a cucumber into the equation, it's far too phallic and that makes it gay, whereas a carrot has a pointy <laughs> nib. So it's nothing like a penis. Oh, so well, you can be comfortable well. in your heterosexuality there. Simple mm-hmm. as that. Though. Do you play many weird games at uni? Because I do imagine uni, you see, you hear about all these like different societies and stuff, the rugby team, all the... You know, yeah. they drink each other's sick or whatever, urine or whatever they, whatever they get up to. Um, yeah. have, you, have you ever taken part in any of those kind of things or heard about any of those kinds of things at uni? Because I imagine it's just like I a, think, a cesspit of it. Yeah, well, they banned, you know, uni banned initiations. So now we have what are called welcome drinks, which are initiations, but under a different name. Oh, okay. most, of these, most of these dodgy welcome drinks. Um, see, to me, a welcome drink is something you have when you arrive at a hotel abroad and the rep's yeah. there. And you get, you know, if you go into Greece, you have a little ouzo or a Greek beer or whatever, and they, you know, tell you about what's in around us or whatever. Welcome drinks here. You're getting piss poured on you. You're having to get your cock out, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but most of these stories come from my mates that play rugby, because obviously I don't exactly have the build for rugby, unfortunately. Yeah. But luckily, I've got friends that do and that are well into it, and they play rugby. And I hear these stories about, I ever told you about the pipe off, the pipe off. I don't think um, so. Tradition. It was very much a rugby rugby union thing, rugby union thing at uni, where two people would have a disagreement. And bear, bear in mind, this doesn't matter. Private, changing rooms, public, pub, doesn't matter. Anywhere. In the street. Disagreement. So you're having a disagreement. Who's better, you know, Messi or Ronaldo? I think Messi, I think Ronaldo. Oh, there's only one way to prove who's right here. It's a pipe off. And they all shout, pipe off, bang the table. Both people that are involved in the disagreement get up 
bear in mind, I've heard this happening in public, heard this happening in public, gets up, put your trousers down, your boxers down, whoever's got the biggest knob wins a disagreement. No, 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 no. You can't be serious. For those people out there that are not gifted in the trouser department, there's also such a thing as the anti-pipe-off, in which the reverse logic is applied, and the person with the smaller dick wins. But I think that's that's that pity, isn't it? Oh, We, we yes. should not be rewarding people for having small penises, and that's a fact. Oh, I think we should treat everyone equal, no matter the size of their genitals. Some penises are better than others. Do you as a gay man, I can say that. I can say that, but there's 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 other things, other kind of initiations that I've heard. Like hockey is is dodgy, not quite on the result, not quite on the level of, of rugby. But I just remember my friend, a perfectly timid guy. The first thing he did at uni was um, get St John's ambulance training, so he could volunteer as a first aider. One of the most wholesome people I've ever met in mm-hmm. college, um, and he had his first hockey social when we were in first year, and I had a lecture with him the morning after. I was like, oh, um, how's the, the hockey social last night that you went on? Because, you know, they go to the college bar and then they go out into town and you drink pints, pints, whatever. Um, and he said, I was up all night trying to get the smell of piss out of my hair. And basically, <laughs> the hockey team captain, who was in either second year or third year, basically, for no reason, by the way, it's not tradition, not under the guise of any drinking game, just went to the toilets with a pint glass, pissed in it, and poured it over my poor fresher mate's head for oh, no reason. Oh, God. Absolutely vile. Imagine how warm that is. Oh. Vile. That's something Bear Grylls would do in, like, the woods or something. Oh, I've not had a shower today. Woo! Whee! Do you know what I mean? It makes sense for Bear to do it and for Bear to drink, and there's nothing else he can drink. Yeah. But, I mean, Enjoy your under the name of hockey as well. Come on, the hockey is, you know, that is not within the spirit. Not within the spirit of the game by a long shot, is it? I can't believe that. Why would you ever do that? Oh, that just makes me never want to... I mean, not that I'm going to do it anytime soon because obviously I'm not a uni, but it makes me not want to do any, you know, join any societies. Yeah. Well, there's there's this kind of, like, second year and third year and fresher dynamic where they do it with, like, fancy dress. Um, so we had... <laughs> I wonder if this will make the final cut. In the year before I came to uni, um, a college rugby club that will remain unnamed organized a social event in which they did like um second and third years would dress up as either margaret thatcher or a tory cabinet minister from the 80s and the freshers would dress up as a minor for the whole for the whole social the second and third years would absolutely victimize the minors the first years for that um very insensitive considering i go to uni in a mining heartland and everybody involved was i think reprimanded and did by the university um it wouldn't surprise me if they were because they definitely should have been for that but it is that it speaks to that kind of dynamic between the freshers and the second and third years and a more conventional one would be second and third years dressing up as farmers and first years dressing up as chickens we don't need to be political about it do we um but it's that kind of culture Definitely. And that's why people get piss bored of them and things like that. It's such a strange um, faced... time, though, isn't it, uni? Such a, an odd time where those sort of things, they're sort of acceptable like, at that time because you're sort of not fully an adult. You're not, yeah. you know, not fully a child. You're in that sort of in-between stage. There is sort of that leeway of, yeah, you know, yeah. go dressed as a chicken or do, do the minor thing or whatever the, with the politicians or whatever. You sort of do a little bit of what you want. If you're one of those people, though, is like, I've just moved away from home for the first time. I'm at uni. I've gained a bit of independence. And the first thing you do with that newfound independence is pour a pint of your piss <laughs> over somebody's head. 
I'm having words. I'm throwing fists. <laughs> I'm throwing fists. You use that independence wisely. Wisely. Don't be pouring bodily fluids all over the place unless you have their consent. In Good which point. Case, piss away. Good point. Some people are into that thing. We should say that, you know, if you're into that thing, it's perfectly fine. Just don't do it as a hockey society is what we're saying. Yeah, consent matters. Consent, I'm saying. Don't take some matters will be the title of this podcast as well. As it should be. As it should be. I think that conveys the right message, you know, that we're good people. Um, I I heard a uh, debate on the radio this week, and I wanted to bring us up on the podcast. Uh, I don't listen to the radio very often, but I was just in the car cruising to the train station. It wasn't me driving. Um, And I heard a debate on the radio. Um, Is cheating in uh, with twins, all right, is cheating on one twin with the other twin, is that actually cheating? Because genetically, they're exactly the same. This is like something you'd hear on Loose Women, isn't it? I don't know what well, radio station <laughs> you were listening Radio to. 1. He briefly read <laughs> radio it out. Radio 1? They've gone down market. Yeah, he briefly read it out. They weren't discussing it, but they tried to quickly hurry it on. They were like, yeah, moving on, moving on, turn his mic off, that kind of thing. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> is it cheating, though? If they're genetically the same, yeah. how could it be cheating? I, you raise a pertinent point. And I'm going to absolutely not answer that question, but I'm going to say, if it is cheating, what a waste. No, ooh, cheating really? with effectively the same person. No? They like both look the personalities. same. Do you attach that much importance to personality when you're cheating, though? You know, ooh, what, attracted, what, attracted to, what attracted you to her across the club? Oh, her glowing personality. <laughs> She's got a cracking personality. Personality. No. I just think, if you're going to cheat, do it right. And by doing it right, we're seeing what else is out there. Not that I would cheat either. Not that mm, I would cheat. Good Need point. To add that disclaimer in you there. Never, really. You have never and would never <laughs> cheat. <laughs> no lies told there. I would never. I would never <laughs> would, cheat. Would never. Yeah. In the future, would never. In just yeah, in the future. No comment on the past, but purely focus on the future. I just think my my little motto at the moment is no rearview mirrors, which is obviously no looking back. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Don't think you'd be allowed on the roads like that. You should tell that to the captain of the Titanic, I think. Good point. Good point. Keep on looking forward and watch out for the iceberg. Life lessons for Toby. <laughs> and there uh, we've come full circle there. We have. There's a little link there for you, that little segue. <laughs> yeah, be careful of any icebergs. That's what we're exactly. saying. I'd say so. Just, just drive around it, man. Just drive yeah. around it. And if you are going to cheat, spice up your life. Make sure that, you know, you do it with somebody who is not a twin. I mean, to be fair, only if they're, if they're identical, don't do it. If they're not identical, then you are spicing it up a bit, aren't you? You think, oh, got something different to look at here, you know? We should talk about this. What constitutes cheating? Here we go. Is messaging somebody else cheating? Well, I would say it's, it's emotionally cheating, isn't it? Ooh, um, I don't know cool. when... This is quite a great irony, I think, to anybody that knows me. I've now become the moral arbiter on cheating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take this position. I'll take this position. Um, yeah, I'm not sure for me. I think being on a dating app, that's cheating because... This is something I also say a lot, another life lesson. It's all about intent. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, if they're on there to make friends and you believe them, not cheating. If they're intending on meeting up with other people, that's obviously cheating. Um, so you think it's acceptable to be on a dating app to make friends, do you? Do you think that's a good... If someone I, said that to you, would that be a good enough I, excuse for you? Um, if anybody that I'm seeing um, ever watches this, Absolutely not. But as an abstract <laughs> statement, as an abstract statement they were just putting out there, 
they are there's quite a good way to make um to make new friends why did you swipe right on me because i'm lonely and i need somebody to talk to it is interesting what what may what is cheating what isn't cheating people have different definitions as well so the, the waters get muddied a little bit people say oh yeah. no but that's not cheating because i was just talking to them but it's like mm, yeah or, we talk no, in a certain way that's you know it's totally. an emotional thing i think you've got to be aware as well if you're one of those people like me that is a bit of a what i would call a natural flirt you have to be careful you have to temper it we mm. can't be leading anybody on we can't be doing anybody dirty by talking in a you know, flirty way to anybody else. I just think, as, as you know, as ever with these things, so if we're cheating, this means that we've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Communication with them, always key. If you are going to cheat, make it clear. If you're going to cheat, tell them. Just tell them. See what they do. So test the character, isn't it? Are they going to cheat back and they start crying? What are they going to do? It's definitely a dodgy area and one that I'm by no means an expert on. I knew. Oh, interesting. I mean, I think not. some people think cheating is literally just... Um, you know, just sleeping with someone or just kissing someone or just physical, but it can be emotional mm. too. And some people think that you're also allowed to cheat just once. You know, just if, if it's only doing it once, it's allowed, it's fine. I mean, that, I mean, that depends from relationship to relationship, I guess, but it's not something sort of I'd be a fan of personally. Yeah, I think it, it depends on your, your conception of um, monogamy and polyamory, doesn't it? Mm. Because obviously there are some people out there that actively, they're in open relationships. That if anything, encourage their significant other to cheat. Well, yeah. I don't know what they get out of that. If you're polyamorous and you're watching this, do get in touch with some <laughs> correspondence because I'll never quite understand that. You know, we're together but not together. We're sleeping together, but you can sleep with other people. No, I want your full, undivided attention. Oh, you do quite like the attention, don't you? You enjoy it. I, I think it depends from relationship to relationship. If that's the agreement in place, then as much as it could be a complicated agreement, perhaps mm. might cause some problems. You know, some yeah. people might get it to work as well. You never know. It might be something that works for some people. If you can have nine people, you know, guessing off each other willy-nilly, then make it work. If that's if it works, it works. And it all comes down to if it's effectively communicated or not. And that's my advice for this Boom. week. Communication. Communication is key. is key. And on that note, we will wrap things up here. I've got my eight boyfriends waiting for me off camera. <laughs> have you wish. Have that. Which you one tonight? <laughs> Which one tonight, eh? Got to fill them all in, haven't I? I got them on my diary. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's just Logistically, hassle, it doesn't work. It? Once I had a mate, I was, I was you know, chit-chatting about his dating life. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm damn bad at the minute. I can count the number of girls I'm talking to on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely shocking. That is terrible. And I would never do that. I would never advocate that as a as a great human being. One at a time. There's two great human beings right here. One at a time. Exactly. We are great people. And on that note, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you are somebody who's listening on Spotify, you will be able to get these episodes over there. And we will see you next week. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank Bye. you very much.